0: Welcome to this word is your life with pastor alexander arthur coming to you from word of life christian center international in nashville tennessee
1: well let's move on okay, let's go back to second corinthians chapter 10 and let's look at verse uh uh four so for the weapons of our warfare are not kind of but mighty through god to pull them down our strongholds next verse casting down imaginations imaginations are suggestions that lead to you imagining those suggestions. They are darts that Satan throws at you. And before you know it, you're thinking about it. And when it becomes imaginations, think about it, the root word is image. So what is happening is that you are getting images of those kind of, you gotta watch it. When you you can see pictures of what people have done to you. Are you listening? And so casting down imagination every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And I like this. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, Now I like this because it doesn't say bringing into captivity every thought to your obedience. Oh, when you go home you get this. You see, if And those who are home already, you're getting this now. But but it says, bring it into captivity. Capture every thought to the obedience of Christ. Not to your obedience, because if you go by your obedience, you will falter. All of us, the Bible says, if you know what is good and you don't do it, it is sin. And believe me, all of us have known what is good to do and not done it. I get me here? That, that's one thing. Sometimes I go through it. I pass by. I'm driving around and see somebody with, uh, asking for money. Quite often I'll do that. Other times I'm so, oh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> and so I drive on. And when I drive on, the enemy says, Oh, look at you. You're not even a Christian. If you were, you were give." I get me here. Uh, it doesn't happen to you, though, but, but it happens to me. But, but what I want you to know is that the, the higher you mature, you go up, the more higher level demons that you handle with. And that's why you have to pray for your pastor all the time because, believe me, the challenges that we face in this, from this pulpit is such where that we need. Even Paul said it. Paul said, you all pray for me. That's the man that got revelation upon revelation upon revelation that helped us understand grace. And yet, he said, pray for me. Why is that? Because there comes a time that even you cannot, as a person, one person, deal with all the challenges that come. Sometimes, they come out of a sudden, something hits you, and you're not anticipating it. But somebody else praying in the Holy Ghost may pick up something, and then they'll be able to, eye. Uh, Anyway, so, uh, uh, let's look at it again. It says, bring every thought to the obedience of Christ. Was Christ's obedience perfect? Yes. So this is what you say. Satan comes to you and says, oh, boy, you're no good. You're no good. You say, you know what? You may say I'm no good, but the one who is good did it so well obeyed the father in all things and the father's all i have to do is to obey him by accepting what he's done as a finished work so i don't have to do it like he's already done it for me sometimes you got to talk to him like that and if somebody you don't have to where somebody can hear you say all that because they probably wonder what's wrong with you but uh, maybe in in your uh you know in the shower or someplace where you're by yourself, uh, you just go on, and, or even uh, mutter a little bit under your breath and, and just say it. But don't allow the enemy to make you feel ashamed, guilty, and condemned by virtue that you didn't obey all the, the things that God says you should obey. Because, you know, under the Old Testament, you get based upon your obedience. Under the New Testament, you get. On the basis of Jesus' obedience. That's why the New Testament is so much better than the Old Testament. And so all you say, well, Jesus has done it. Jesus has finished it. He did it all for me. That's why he is my Lord and my Savior. And the moment the devil hears that, he has to leave you alone. Because he doesn't want you to say anything that builds you up. Praise the Lord. And when you finish that, pray in the Holy Ghost, Sora, Baba, and, he, and then before you know it, he, he departed, of course, for a season. And then you try and come back again. All right, let's go on to uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 6. Um, I think we'll stop at verse uh, 17. It says, and take the helmet of salvation. That's what we've been talking about. We talked about uh, preservation of life, soundness of mind, uh and then of course we talked about um, uh, health uh, uh or deliverance from present evils which includes your health you have to be able to recognize that satan will attack you with sickness and disease not this is this is this is it it is you know we're talking about this virus the covid virus and some other uh, illnesses or sicknesses that uh, we deal with. It's not about a sickness itself. Because you know, God made this human body to heal itself. Did you hear me? God made your body to heal itself. But what Satan does is that he gives or let's say his sense, a, 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 uh, an attack of fear about the disease. That's why when somebody hears about cancer, it's almost like it's a death sentence. Why can't we say it's a a life, not a death sentence? It's life-giving, because God can take what the enemy meant for evil and turn it around for good. So we don't have to allow fear of anything. Because it's the fear of it that Satan uses. to. Act. The Bible says, let me prove that to you. Go to Hebrews chapter 2. Let's go to verse 14. Go read verses 14 and 15. It says, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, verse 15, and delivered them who through fear of death were all their lifetime. Subject to bondage. Do You know, one of the, the the first blessings that I got when I got saved, the, I, the fear of death just left me. If you have seen your younger brothers die, as I had, He's seen people, and I don't know what I told you the story before, but I probably did, that when I was um, six months old, uh, that I was so ill and sick and dehydrated and they didn't know what to do with me, and according to the story given by my father, because I was not old enough to know, uh, but he proved it, uh, and I'll get to that proof in a minute, and they even dug my grave and waiting for me to die so they can bury me. And a man walked into our house, who is a herbalist, and said, why is this boy lying? And I said, well, we've done everything to get him better, but he's not getting invited, he's getting worse. And so we already dug his grave and waiting for him to die so we could go bury him. And then the man said, well, just wait. He went into the bush, got some plants, you know, leaves, what have you, came and fixed something up, and gave for me to drink, and I drank it. And about, they said that within about a matter of a day, I was feeling so much better. Now, I'm ready to leave Ghana to come to the United States. And we had gone to a free marketplace like you do here in farmer's market. Uh, and we're, my, my father and I were walking through, picking up this and that. We called that Canadian market back home in Ghana. And whilst we were doing that, and my father is tall, was tall, and so he saw this man that was way, oh, maybe about five, seven hundred feet from us, and he points him to me and said, go and get that man and bring him to me. And so I went, you know, uh, those are the days that you listen to your father when he says something. Nowadays, it's a whole different story. But anyway, so I I didn't know, he didn't tell me why to go get a man, so I went and said, sir, my father wanted to so like, well, he didn't tell me. He said, and so he followed me. And we came over to my father and he said to the man, do you know who this is? And he mentioned my name to him and said, and he said, this is the one that's yes, right. And not only that, he's about to go abroad, to go to school, to go to college. And my father asked me, do you know who this man is? Of course, I don't know. He said, well, this is the man he told the story I just told you here. And, and you have that in your mind you almost didn't make it i mean the fear of, and the fear of death had it has a way of gripping people and so when i got saved and knew that i was heaven bound and I'm a child of God. I, that's the end of the fear of death for me. And that is why you have to make sure that you always recognize and acknowledge that there's no fear in you. Praise the Lord. There's no fear in you. Because God has not given you the spirit of fear but a power of love and a sound mind. And now maybe the devil knew that there was something, uh, he doesn't know everything, but the Lord has plans for my life. There are other instances that, I'll tell you as time goes on that I went through in life before I got saved so the key here is to make sure that you don't have fear or sickness of disease to make you think that you're not gonna make it when it comes it's oh my god Jesus you already paid the price for me to be well heal and whole I declare myself healed in the name of Jesus I determine when it is time for me to leave this earth to go be with my father I determined, said that you're not going to be the one to determine it. I came here. And you live your full life. And every time you get a chance, declare that you, you, your youth is renewed. I said, here goes. I went somewhere and then they, they quoted my, my age. And, and, and this lady said, no, you're not the age that you say you are. I said, yes. I said, no, this white woman here. And, and I said, no, yes, I am. So, show me your driver's license. What is the point when you are a child of God? Your youth must be renewed. You must look younger and younger and younger and younger. You got to declare it too in Jesus' name. Hello? All right. Now, and then let's go to uh, the other part of prosperity. Now, that's another challenge. Now, this is all part of the helmet of salvation, you have to put this on, wear it. Take it and declare that that your God supplies your need yes. according to his riches and glory. And that because you are blessed, the Bible tells you that, that because you are blessed, that, that that the blessing makes you what? Rich. And he has no sorrow with it. And it's a done deal. It's a finished work. Amen. And finally, wholeness. Now, we read that in 2 Corinthians. Uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, that indeed your spirit, your soul, and your body, you are whole in the, in the eyes of God. Praise the Lord.
0: For more information on Pastor Alexander Arthur or Word of Life Christian Center International, go to wlcci.org or call 615-876-3086. And please consider joining us in person for services Sunday mornings at 1030 and Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Or join us for our virtual services on both Facebook and YouTube. Uh,
1: Thank you for listening to our program this morning. And uh, for those of you who have not had the opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior, will you pray this prayer with me? Say, Jesus, you are my Lord and my Savior. And I ask you to come into my life. Take it and do something with it. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: At Word of Life Christian Center International, we believe in the power of prayer. Send us your prayer requests by email at worship at WLCCI.org or by phone at 615 876 3086. You can mail prayer requests to us at WLCCI PO Box 23421, Nashville, Tennessee 37202. And remember, for all you're getting, get understanding. For the Word of Life, changes lives.